Hi. <laughs> I'm Sonia from Guide Dog Puppy Training. Sonia Mitchell, also known as Sonia Rebecca, first appeared on screens on the 14th of August 2009. And what a neighbour's character she became. She's been a guide dog trainer, a nursery owner, mare, a wife, a mother. Sonia, we love you. And this extra special episode of Ramsey Speak is all about you. Let's do it. So I think we've got to start at the very beginning. Yes, give me her first appearance. Hi. I'm Sonia from Guide Dog Puppy Training. Oh, I'm a bit early. No, no, no. Uh, please, please, come in. Come in, yeah. We are just putting Rocky through the ringer. Uh, oh, hello. You must be Callum. Is that chocolate? Oh. Do you want a piece? Uh, none for me, thanks. And chocolate's actually toxic to dogs. Is it really? Mm. I knew that. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> come on, mate. Uh, in the kitchen. Go on. Off you go. Rocky! Mm. Rocky! Oh, Sonia. She sounds so full of life and so young. 2009, doesn't she? And the show sounds completely different as well, but that was her first moment on screen, originally as a guest character? Yeah, so she started as a guest character, and I think the producers saw the chemistry between her well, and Toadie. It was immediate. Immediate, and um, I think about a year later, we then saw that she was had her first permanent contract. I loved her. At that point, you had no idea what was going to happen. Really, you just brushed over and thought, oh, there's a guide dog trainer. There wasn't any big grand entrance to being on the street. It was just classic neighbours, front door opens, she arrives. And it was great that her first moments were with Callum and Toadie. I know. And I just think, looking back on it, would you have thought at that point that you would have cried so much in her final moments? Because when hearing that clip back, I'm like, I definitely didn't view her as being my favourite character at that point. And now, like... I feel a loss. There's a huge loss, which we will talk about later, but a huge loss. And in typical Neighbours style, Sonia arrived with a secret. She did. A big secret. Big secret. Which just developed over time. Developed when Jade arrived. Love Jade. Sister so Jade. So happy she's back. Sister Jade. Um, yeah, Callum's real mum. Yeah, I mean, and it was actually a really nice storyline because I can't remember one that's been very similar on Neighbours. I think we've had, like, stolen babies and we've had, like, you know, um, affairs and things like that. But actually, for someone to come into the show, we're kind of unaware of why they're kind of linking themselves to Toadie, apart from the fact that maybe there's going to be a romantic link. Yeah. But actually, that wasn't the case initially. Well, yeah, I suppose they tried to replicate it when good old Paige came into the show with Lauren and, Lauren and Brad. But, um, yeah, the Sonya one was so gripping and... I just love that relationship. The fact that it was Toady and Callum and they lived in the House of Trouser, you know, it was all very... The house looks completely different when you go back and watch that episode. And then Sonia came in and she was such a different character. And then they just made that family unit. And I just love her. I think what was really good as well is before or before she could fall in love with Toady, he was marrying Steph. I know. That's the mad thing. They had to go through all of that drama. Toady was marrying Steph, but he actually loved Sonia. Sonia loved Toady, but like... And, you know, he was marrying Steph to get Steph's... Uh, to get Charlie back and to get the kids back. Yeah. Sonia was falling in love with Toady, who had who was in the process of adopting her son. Yeah. It was just so twisted. It was just webbed, <laughs> webbed everywhere. No. Oh, Sonia. Now, once they did get together, Sonia became the mother hen of Ramsey Street. Oh, absolutely. And she is just the the Susan of like now. They are, they just take in anyone. Their family is made up of all sorts. It's an absolute misfit house. And that's what makes it brilliant. 
And there's just been so many dramatic moments with the kids. I mean, one of them I remember is when it was quite early on, um, Nell fell unconscious in the house. Yep. And Sonia had a huge reaction. I liked it. She is a four-year-old girl. Oh, yeah. She's got ambulance. Nell's unconscious. Is she breathing? Yeah, she's breathing. Up at the ambulance is in here. Okay, you get now. I've got the car. Yeah. Nellie Fish. Nellie Fish. I still remember the moment when Sonia found out she was pregnant. They went for that scan. Callum was there. Toadie was not understanding anything. Just, it was just Sonia as a character's like biggest dream to be a mother. You just knew that, especially after she missed so many years of seeing Callum grow up. To have Nell, Nell was just her, her everything. And she is the best mother. And obviously going from um, always wanting to be a mother to, you know, losing the opportunity to potentially have another baby with Caitlin and Mark, you know, that was where I think we started to really see another dark kind of turning point for Mark and something we're going to see again in future episodes because of, you know, how he's dealing with the Mm. loss of Sonia. Um, She and him both really struggled with losing that baby. Yeah, they did. And I mean, weird storyline, I thought, with that one. It was the start of... The downward spiral for Sonia that led to so much more going on. It was the start of Andrea, the fake D debacle. Um, yeah, really tough and still tough because still brought up now. They really struggled with the loss of Caitlin. We want to have a, a funeral for Caitlin. Um, we'd love you to conduct it for us. We're not religious, but you know us and you know how much you meant to us. Unless you... We know you weren't a massive fan of the surrogacy. I would be honoured to do that for you guys. Thanks. But pop over tomorrow and um, we'll discuss it then. Yeah, we'll do. And look, I know that you know, you've got family and friends, but if there's anything that I can do for you... Heartbroken. Poor Sonia. I think what I would say is that Sonia must, if we, like, scaled it out, have spent one of the most amount of times in the hospital out of all the characters i don't know they all seem like they're popping in and out constantly i mean obviously apart from finn who's been in there forever yeah um but sonia has had babies in there she's been in surgery she has lost babies in there she's had cancer she's had you know that she's been in and out of those doors and if she's not in there then she's taking someone to there yeah toady's been in there equally as much remember when he was in a wheelchair and sonia supported him through all of that Yep, she's always in there with someone. And she was just always that supported figure. I mean, she absolutely loved Callum. And when Callum Mm -hmm. left the show to go and, you know, uh, kind of chance it with his dreams in America, she was so supportive and so happy for him and just the proudest mother. Your dad and your sister and I, we just, we love you very much. And I just, I I don't really know what life's going to be like without you. There'll be no more of that cheeky, beautiful smile. (laughs) There'll be no more of your um, your sense of humour and your love and your generosity. And I mean, we're just so lucky to have you. And you just have to call me every week or I'll be on a plane. I will. I'll be there and I'll come to get you. <laughs> to Callum. To Callum. To Callum. To Callum. And for whatever Sonia felt about, you know, having to leave her child so young, I think she is so proud of Callum. Absolutely. And she's she's only but made up for it, hasn't she, since finding Callum. Mm. And he's grown so much. And obviously now he was back for the end. But she's just the best mother. She's got such a big, warm heart. And that shows even more so by the fact that she took Hugo in, which was a huge, big deal for her, wasn't it, really? Not even her son, especially being that she kind of saw the creation of Hugo on Skype. And now she has to be a mother. 
Absolutely. I mean, Hugo is, I think, a perfect example of how heroic and how um, kind of angelic Sonia was. Um, I know Piper said it in the International Women's Day episode when she said that her role model was Sonia. Um, And I really liked that. That really touched me because I think, you know, some of us do have Sonias in our life or have had Sonias in our life where they're so giving and so Mm. caring and actually all they do want to do is the best. And they're not always perfect people and they've had troubles along the way. But, you know, I think our world would be a great place if we had a few more Sonia Rebeccas. I agree. But I think that comes from Eve and the way that she is. Because have you seen on Instagram this week after leaving all of the cast members, um, Scotty McGregor, um, they've been posting saying just how great Eve is and what a light she is and how much she brings to the show and what an acting talent she is and I think that's why Sonia comes across so warm on screen is because she kind of is like similar to Eve. I think those Eveisms come through in Sonia. Yeah, and I liked in one of her first interviews, um, like a press junket, you know, Eve said that she felt that audiences loved Sonia because she came across like normal and a real woman. Yeah, And I think that's so true. And I think that what I hope producers, writers or neighbours always take away from Sonia and the love that the fans have for her is that... We love her because she seems real. She does. She's based in reality. Exactly. And they've written in a character who is, as you just said, completely real. There isn't any rubbish there that you have to try and get your head around. Obviously, it's, it's overdramatic. I mean, b- bloody fake Dee and Andrea's everything she's had to go through in her 10 years on the show. But Sonia's just a real woman. She's a mother. She's a wife. And that's always come across. And I, that is definitely why we love her so much. And talking about, you know, the drama, I think this is a perfect time to move on to some of that. Sonia has had some fantastic storylines in her time. And I want to start with being the mayor. She was the mayor. She was the best mayor. Um, But didn't she face some shit? (laughs) Um, So much rubbish got thrown her way. Erinsborough is the most livable suburb. She dealt with all of that drama. But then um, there's nothing more peak embarrassment than going through a marital breakdown, seeing your husband cheat on Skype with his ex-wife, fake ex-wife. Um, yeah, and then getting on a table and screaming and shouting, drunk, no. top of your life. I'm just going to talk to you guys about... Because, you know, it's not just Australia's most livable suburb of campaign. It's, a, it's Mother's Day. Hey, Susan. Soon you're just the most wonderful mother and I'm never going to be able to be like you. Neither are you. Neither are you, Stephanie, because come, come I mean, we've had come other on. people raise our kids, which yes. is sad. Yes, come on. But come it's on. funny. Son. It's funny, funny, funny. Come stop. on. Stop, stop it. Just stop. stop. Please, I'm trying to say something. You, you know, let's celebrate the wives and the girlfriends and the nannies and whoever the hell else raised Tim Collins is spawned because I'm... Come on, Sonia. Yeah. Come, come, Sonia. Sonia, come on. You're a very disgusting Please. human being. Come on, come on, come on. Time come yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, no, I'm not ready to go. Oh, I just... I just felt so sorry for her. And what I loved again about Sonia is she had a backstory, not one that, you know, it was a secret that she was an alcoholic and she had addictions, but it wasn't a secret in a way that like it had to come out and ruin her life. I think she thought yeah. it was going to ruin her life, but 
her neighbours and the people around her actually supported and wanted to support her. Steph, Susan, Cody, Carl, you know, people like that have been there for her, how they can be. And I think it was really nice because Sonia was written into the show as a character who struggled with addiction. However, representation wise, we weren't given a character who was constantly breaking in and giving into the addiction. Instead, she got through it every day, apart from a few relapses. But nine times out of 10, Sonia was such a good example of someone who had addiction, but also had a fantastic family and amazing support network and was such a support to the whole community in Erinsborough. And we got to see her go to her AA meetings at the community centre. Yeah. She did things for people like Therese, who also struggled with addiction, yeah. you know, and they teamed up and worked together on that. Something I have to also bring up about Sonia is she's probably the only person in Erinsborough who has a full-time job and has had that full-time job for as and long as she can. Business. She's got her own business. She's got her own nursery, which I'm really intrigued to see where that's going to go now. I really hope it becomes this great like sanctuary where we've seen before that characters like Kersha, haven't actually seen Kersha work in there, but Kersha Yashvi works in there while Sonia was unwell. So I think it's a great... there, Piper, I think, at some point. Gary works there now. Everyone's done their bit. Everyone's watered a few plants for Sonia. Um, I just am intrigued to see where it goes. Mm. I hope they keep hold of it and I hope Toadie keeps hold of it and it's still called Sonia's Nursery, just as a nod to her. It's a beautiful set and it's actually really lovely that when we see those scenes, it's just full of flowers and beauty and yeah. see Sonia around all of that always felt so aligned with the character. She loves nature, the earth, the kind of simplicity of that. And it was so lovely always to see her in those scenes, just enjoying, you know, doing bits and pieces with flowers or trees and Nell playing around and, you know, just really enjoying those scenes. Now, something else um, Sonia enjoyed doing was getting married. Multiple, multiple times to Toadie. But multiple, multiple times. Each wedding equally as beautiful, or vow renewals, whatever you want to call them. Um, yeah, they loved a good old wedding. When I came looking for Callum, I never thought that I would find the person that would make me whole again. Who would open my eyes up to the world. Who would just... Who would love me unconditionally. My love and my respect for you stronger every day and obviously their first wedding all ended in a big old explosion classic neighbor style nothing goes right for sonia and toady does it ever? nothing it yeah, hasn't that at was any the big point. master's explosion wasn't it yeah with mason mason do you remember mason oh. um yeah they've very rarely had weddings that have just gone gone a-okay that one was beautiful and then ended in an explosive ending um and then but the vow renewal equally as beautiful at the end we catch a glimpse of D, Andrea, who is it in the taxi? On our wedding day, I talked about unconditional love and I thought I knew what that meant then. But as I I recommit to our marriage today, I, um, I now know that we have the strength and the love that we need to support our beautiful kids. And if things can't get any worse at that point, poor, poor Sonia then has to watch Toady and Dee in London getting it on on Skype. This was like, it gives me goosebumps now. When we went through to find these clips, I was major goosebumps. This is just, this is intense gripping drama. That Sitting there watching your husband get it on with what you think is his ex-wife who was dead and now is back to life on Skype. No, she was destroyed. And Steph there holding her hand, getting her through it. He was kissing Dee. What? And then he... They were... 
this is what she wanted. She loves him. I saw her. Oh, I just think that was one of those episodes where Eve really came into her own as an actor. I I just thought it was so beautiful. It was so gut-wrenching. You can you saw the pain, the shock, the complete despair that Toady was thousands of miles away and there was nothing she could do. Her marriage was in tatters anyway. There was frustrations in the marriage. And then Dean knocks on the door. You know, you can't imagine what that would have felt like. Um, it, it just must have been the most heartbreaking thing to watch. Absolutely. And we all felt that way just at home. So you can't yeah. imagine what Sonia would have felt like. It just was like gut-wrenching. And I mean, yeah, at the end of that clip there, she starts like vomiting. That's exactly what it feels like watching it. You just can't believe your eyes as to what's going on. And that was just the biggest twist in their relationship. Their marriage was full of ups and downs, ups and downs, mainly ups. But when the downs were down, boy, they were hard because oh, they just went through some stuff, didn't they? They did. But they also were quite rampant. We saw Toadie and Sonia having a lot of loving. One of my favourite times was in the Walt Hall. Come on, isn't there anything that you've wanted to do in a public place like this? No. When no one's around and you can do whatever you like. Well, there is something, but now is not the time for it. I'll be the judge of that. Come on. Well, you know, I've always wanted to... You know. What? What does... You know mean? I mean, like, you know. You know. But, you know, anyway. We can't do that, can we? Uh... Mm. I, I don't know. Are you, you feeling up to this? You yeah. Know, you are still recovering. Oh, you know, I think I've, um... Yeah, I've recovered enough for that. And I need anything to help to reset the positivity in this place, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, it'd be wrong not to. No, yeah, well, I think so. Yeah. Mm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> They're just absolutely rampant. I just loved that scene. I loved that also, um, Sonia, I, I remember in the actual, you know, the episode, she was holding, um, I think it was like the candles or something, and she was mm. making very, like, lots of phallic gestures with them. And then yeah. she was like, you know, um, you know, oh, you know, like, it was just great. It was like, she really let her hair down and she just, she was having fun with Toadie again. And those moments where we saw them have fun, especially in the, the final episodes towards her death, you know, she had a lot of moments where she was enjoying her time. Yeah. Um, they're true, Sonia. And they're just true to the testament of her character and what she wanted from life. They are, but also just the chemistry between Eve and Ryan is unbelievable. Those scenes, you just completely feel like you're watching a married couple getting up to some mischief in the waterhole. Um, And if it wasn't those scenes, it was uh, the way they talked to each other in the vow renewal one, um, the way they they chatted when they were gossiping about neighbours when Sonia was sick, or when they got lost at sea. Jared... This is Marina. No way, baby. How did we end up in open sea? I don't know. The ropes come undone. Well, I mean, do you know how to drive this thing? No, you? No. Well, you asked. Well, uh, how are we going to get back? I don't suppose we're going to get out and push. Absolutely loved that that <laughs> bloody boat. Um, but we thought that that was the the most of their worries. Did Sonia know that Nanny Alice was on the warpath just around the corner? Nanny Alice with her deathly shortbread. I can't get out of this meeting. 
You can't take the kids. No, I'm sorry, the client won't budge. No, I have to go home and do this best statement. I can't put it off any longer. I don't know what to say. Um, I don't want to overstep, but, I mean, if, if you do need somebody to watch the children while you do your work nearby... No, 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 I couldn't ask you to do that. It's... Well, you're not asking. I'm actually offering. I mean, it'd give me something to do. I'd, I'd, I'd love to be of use. She just started so sweet. You thought, I mean, first first actual initial thoughts were, you would never let anyone do that. No matter how not. small Erinsborough is, you just wouldn't let some random, sweet Australian woman offer to be your nanny and without even looking into their history or asking for even a CV, you just, yeah, okay, I need some help. I need some, I'm a bit stressed. I'm just going to take on Nanny Alice. She's going to look after my kid. And I do have to add that, you know, half of Ramsey Street is literally unemployed. So yeah. God knows why none of them could help. Everyone else was available. They should have just asked literally somebody that they everyone. knew. Oh, Nanny Alice. She was amazing. This was the start of, um, kind of like the start of the end, I suppose, because Sonny didn't know she was going through symptoms of ovarian cancer at that point, but she was also being poisoned and that's what kind of distracted from all of it. Nanny Alice was fantastic. And everything that she brought to the show and that brought so much drama for Sonia on top of a year over a year that we had of the fake D Andrea storyline which was already crazy drama bubbling constantly exactly we then just had Nanny Alice who came in to kind of like get rid of Sonia for for once and for all yeah and I think at every turn we kind of wondered if that was the end for Sonia you know we saw her poisoned we saw her left for dead we saw her um you know uh try and tricked into drinking again yeah um you know I think the Nanny Alice storyline I really enjoyed. I think it was true soap. And actually, I was chatting to my mum about this the other day. And she was saying, the only thing is with like the whole shortbread thing, which I never really thought of. She was like, but Sonia could have given those to the kids at any point. And actually, Nanny Alice wouldn't have wanted to poison the kids. So it was a little bit far-fetched. I never really thought of it that way. But I liked it as an easy way of like showing how she was trying to manipulate the family. And I think it worked really well. I think what, was sad to see was Sonia losing control and being forced to reconfront her addictions again. Yeah. It was kind of full cycle to when she entered the show. Um, and, and that wasn't her choice and that wasn't her fault. Oh, my, my stomach is on fire. I'm having trouble breathing. Can you call the ambulance? No, I don't think so. Oh. If I call triple zero, an ambulance might come and then all of my efforts would be wasted. Oh, what are you talking about? No one is coming. I think we'll have to let that one go through to voicemail. Oh, I think we're going to have to let that one go through to voicemail. It was just great. It was her so voice, evil. The way her voice changed. Uh, I do rate Nanny Alice as being one of the best villains we've ever had in Neighbours closely alongside Finn Kelly. Um, I'm kind of hoping we're going to see a bit more of Nanny Alice. I do think the storyline hasn't been closed at all. And especially with 
potential Andrea coming back. What is the situation yeah, with that? Yeah, Madeline West is, you know, filming with Neighbours now. As Sonia, let's just think with Sonia's head on, you know, do you think that she wants Tody to be happy? Do you think she wants Tody to have a family unit? Do we think that if Rildy came back, he would be with her, should be with her? I don't think he should be with her. Tody was a completely different person when he was with Dee originally. That was the House of Trouser times. That's when he was living with a group of lads and he was being Tody. Now he's a completely different person. He's a professional. He's got kids and a family. Um, I don't think he'd want to be with Dee again, despite it being his first love. And I think despite Dee being his first love, Sonia is his true love, his truest love, and they are complete soulmates. And I think it'd be really difficult for him to move on generally, but I don't think that person will be with Dee. And I wouldn't want it to be personally. I think it would really tarnish the love and the respect that the community and Toadie should have for Sonia. Mm. I think if he truly respects her in the way that we feel his character would as a lawyer, as a good standing citizen, you know what I mean? I don't, I can't imagine him going back. I think he would be doing a disrespect to Nell even to bring a woman like that into the home personally. And I don't think he's that type of person. Um, But he did, you know, have ups and downs, Toady, with other romances. One of your favourite characters. Naomi Canning. Naomi. I wouldn't quite call it a romance, but I would say Naomi tried it, didn't she? She She wanted a bit of Toady. Yeah. Do you have feelings for her, Jared? No. No. I cared for her, but romantically, it never entered my mind. I swear to you. But the moment that she... I mean, the moment that she kissed you... I mean, in that moment... I mean, what made her think that she was in with a chance? I I don't know. I don't know. We're just hanging out here watching wrestling. That's it. Right. So... So it was just the two of you here? Yeah. It it was innocent. At at least on my behalf it was. It's like when Jacob kissed you. Oh. (laughs) No. No. No, see, Jacob, he he was grief-stricken. He was dealing with a sick child. He was dealing with a custody battle. He, he wasn't even thinking straight. But Naomi, on the other hand, I mean, she was determined to get you. And to be fair, Toadie has brought some toxic women into that house yes. over the years. Some serious toxic women. You know, that Sonia's had to deal with, including his own mother, Angie. Oh, Angie. We all know Sonia versus Angie. Look, if you've come here to fight, you can actually just leave because I, really, I don't have the time, I don't have the energy for it, Angie. No, no, you have to hear me out. <sighs> if I've got issues with you, it's because you've got the power to break my boy's heart. And when that happens, it breaks my heart too. You... Look, you're a fiercely protective mother, Angie, and I, and I get that, OK? But... Jared and I made the decision to get back together and that wasn't made lightly. And it was our decision to make and you don't get a say in it. I know that. I understand. You do. And to prove it, I want you to go ahead with your vow renewal at the Christmas party. How how do you know about that? I want to be there to support Tony and you and and not ruin everything. Really? I mean, they always had a frosty relationship, didn't they? Although I do think that... um, Sonia would want now Toadie's family to gather around him. I think she'd want uh, Shane to be there. I think Angie to be there. Steph to come back. Please, can please. we get Steph back? There's actually a real true reason for Steph to come back now. There we is, don't even need to makes, give her a storyline. It makes perfect sense. Even if only like as a guest, pop your head in, which is not what we want. We want her back full time. But Steph needs to come back. She's a vital part of, um, of the Rebecca family. 
and I think she would be there. And yeah, how the family's going to develop, I'm not too sure. But I think it'll be a lot of gathering round with your friends at this point. Shane, Dippy, Carl and Susan, I think he's going to have to lean on all of them. I think so. Um, I'm so glad that before um, Sonia passed, there was that lovely scene with Carl and Toadie where they they you know forgot their issues and totally apologized i know we discussed yeah. this in the previous episode but as you said sonia was kind of sitting there and she kind of did that nod of like things are okay that yeah. that that door is closed she's That's resolved. all of the loose ends and now when she leaves she's she's done it all everything's fine everything can go on she knows that she's covered all the bases and he's going to have the support there that he needs absolutely and i think you know that's a perfect time to start talking about what's probably been the hardest week of episodes of Neighbours slash any show I've ever watched. Not even the hard... I mean, yes, the hardest week, but generally, since the diagnosis, the hardest storyline to follow, especially because it's Sonia, just heartbreaking from the second that she was told that she had stage four cancer. The scan shows that the cancer has spread to your gastrointestinal tract, your liver and your brain. There are multiple tumours. It's stage four cancer. I'm so sorry. It broke hearts. It broke my heart. I remember starting to cry in that episode, beautifully done episode, um, and seeing the heartbreak in Eve and Ryan's eyes. Um, yeah, that was just, we always knew it was going to be tough, but this week of episodes have been the hardest to watch. I've been in a constant state of crying. I've now gone back and watched the final episode probably about three or four times just to kind of like, process it but also to appreciate it and the first time I watched it as a viewer who loves the characters and was crying so much and now I watch it as someone going wow the the raw acting ability in this episode and the direction from Kate Kendall every all the elements combined the script writing and everything made this episode I would say the most standout beautiful episode of any soap I've seen I think there were so many parts of her final episode that were so touching and so deserved of what Eve has put into this show. And I cannot stress what I think, you know, needs to be said. And anybody who's listening to this who works on the show, maybe, or maybe if Eve gets to hear this, you know, Eve has done so much for this show, for all of us. And I just think that I hope that that is always represented and respected because I think you could argue that she is one of the reasons it's still on air. I think so. And um, I think if there's anything that really should be taken away from it is her acting ability and everything she brought to that final episode was so beautiful. And really, that is a look in as to the direction which Neighbours could go forward. Um, More episodes like that, not in the heartbreaking sense, but the way they looked, the way which the script writing was done, the performances from both of the actors. And hopefully with Eve working behind the scenes as an acting coach, we'll get to see more beautiful scenes and beautiful episodes like we've seen this week yeah i loved there were so many touching moments but i absolutely loved um when she had her final moments on ramsey street and that beautiful george ezra song was playing and i love that in some ways she did get to say goodbye to a lot of her favorite people in that episode in some sort of way are you ready yes let's do it come on It's an iconic shot. It's the shot which um, nine out of ten Neighbours characters will do when they leave the show. She got to stand in the middle of Ramsey Street 
look around, take it all in and then get in the car and go and do those final scenes. And I really liked that Sonia got to say goodbye to Ramsey Street. Ramsey Street didn't say goodbye to her. Yeah. And I know that sounds really silly, but like there wasn't anybody, you know, Colin and Susan weren't standing by the side going, oh, have a lovely time. Or she was alone on Ramsey Street and she got to say goodbye to her home. Yeah. And that was really beautifully done. And just, again, such a touching thought of the skill that is the production of Neighbours and the work and the art that does go into it that goes so unnoticed most of the time. Um, But, you know, that team who worked tirelessly on that episode, on locations, you know, on you know to get beautiful in car scenes um you know the the actual physical kind of grading to make it look so beautiful there were so many bits and pieces of that of course the music you know the, the writing um that it just it's just outstanding the game has had no effect on the chamber in my mind okay all right like, like we said it's still early no, days no it's st- no <laughs> The growth accelerated, Joe. I've, I've had trouble with my vision, okay? I've had numbness in my hands. Why didn't you say anything? Because I didn't want to believe the worst. I think what was so beautiful about that moment was that for the first time we saw Sonia know that she wasn't in control and she had to tell Toadie, and whatever she said she couldn't make it better. That's what made it so heartbreaking. Um, The looks between the two of them, Sonia was seeing Toadie so distraught, he was broken at this point. He was screaming in the car and hitting the the steering wheel. And uh, she couldn't do anything about it. All she could do was apologise. And she kept saying, I'm I'm not giving up. I don't want to give up. But she knew that there was going to be a point very soon where she was going to have to give in to what was happening. And she couldn't do anything about it and she just had to watch as her husband that she absolutely loves was broken and that was just like I mean it ripped my heart right out I was a blubbing mess at this point mm. I think um it was really interesting in the press uh Ryan who plays Toadie um made a comment saying that he suggested or wanted a different ending for Sonia and he suggested that he got cancer and that something happened to him and then Sonia went to rush to his bedside and got hit by a car or something like that, oh. and died. Wow. Um, and I think that would have been very different, but for Sonia to have ovarian cancer and for Sonia to play that storyline so beautifully, I think has done so much for the show, for awareness of the cancer. I think it's done wonders to give her a storyline that represents her real raw talent as an actor um eve and i think that you know she deserves every praise for that she deserves the logie and uh she deserves yeah everything it was beautiful um her acting ability is just beyond anything that we've seen on the show in that episode um, and generally in our whole time on the show and she will be greatly missed. The whole episode was heartbreaking. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, I'm not going to be here for you. <coughs> hey, hey, hey. But you need to lean on Carlos and Shane and Dippy because they love you and they want to be there for you, all right? And Callum... I've missed so much of his life, but you'll be there. Okay, you're going to be there. 
than my Nelly Frisch. Don't let this define her, Jared. Let it define her. Yep. Okay. Yes. Just, I don't even know what to say. Every time I hear that or watch that, um, it just makes me really emotional. I think it's just beautiful. She's just saying everything that she needed to say. She told him that he needs to love again and that this isn't the end for him. Um, she thanked thanked him for being able to to be loved and to find the person that she was. And I just, it was just heartbreaking. And I think what was so just telling again, um, you know, cancer can happen to anyone and we don't get to choose who gets it. Good people, bad people. And Sonia was a very good person. And what we had in that moment was her again apologising for having to go. Yeah. She apologised for having cancer, basically, as if she could change that. And she can't, because ovarian cancer is one of the hardest to fight. I think that's why, again, this storyline has been so important for awareness of that and for people to understand that, you know, we need to put money into it. It's one of the biggest killers of cancers. And for Sonia to go that way is incredibly realistic of what happens. It is. Um... And we're all devastated that Eve has left the show. But this was a fantastic way for such a well-loved character to go with such incredible talent. This has raised huge awareness for ovarian cancer. It's specifically, they've been raising awareness for target ovarian cancer, um, which you can contact on their helpline. 020-7923-5475 is the target ovarian helpline. Also check out all of their social medias and their website. Loads of information on there. Um, specifically, we at the moment have just got a t-shirt out for Please Give Eve the Logie. Um, and if you buy that t-shirt, all proceeds go to Target Ovarian Cancer. And it's something we're just really passionate about. The storyline has really affected us. Um, and I'm sure all of you listening. Mm. And to raise as much awareness to this as possible is what we want. Yeah, I think, you know, the T-shirt is something you can keep. Um, it's a really cool momentum, I suppose. But we also really do feel that Eve does deserve that respect um, from her fellow peers in the industry, actually, more than anything, to actually say she deserves that Logie and I think she should get it. So if you're not in Australia and you haven't voted, you can absolutely go onto the yellow pages, find an Australian address and put that in the Logie website and you will still be able to vote. If you are in Australia, please, please, please make sure you go and vote for Eve. It doesn't take long, even if you skip all the other categories. I think, you know, we're talking about Eve here. She deserves this if it's her final kind of bow. I think she should get that Logie. I think so. This is her her last moment with Neighbours. And what a way to top it off. The icing on the top of the cake would be to give Eve the Logie for this performance. I'm dead sure that there is no performance that has been more compelling and beautiful to watch than Eve's final goodbye from Neighbours. And for that reason alone, she deserves this award. So go and vote. Go and vote. Um, and also go and donate to Target Ovarian Cancer, more important, importantly. In terms of where the Rebeccas will go from here, Toady leaning on his family. Um, we're going to see little Nell grow up. Callum, we're not sure how long he's going to be sticking we're around see some for. More of Callum, yeah. Hopefully, 
um, and Hugo as well. They've got the family there and so many um, nods to Sonia that will continue, I think. Um, and yeah, I think it's going to be really interesting to watch to see where it goes. But the, the toughest week of episodes. Sonia was one of a kind. Sonia is a character that a lot of soaps don't ever get to see because we can't, you know, we can't portray these complex characters well often. They come and go. They're guest characters. They're confused or angry or they've got an addiction or they want to fall in love or they want children. And they they reach that aim and that's the end of their character. And with Sonia, we got to see so many different sides of her. Um, And I think it's going to be really hard for neighbours to represent that create that again you know uh create a character that works as as well as Sonia Rebecca did um she was beautiful she had a great character a charm even if you disliked her you know you you had to find a way that you thought she's full of love or she's doing something yeah. for the best intentions she was everything she was everything that neighbors is in a character she was a good neighbor she was a good friend she was a good wife she was a, a great mother um, and for all those reasons, my absolute favourite character. And I am really sad to lose her from the show. But equally, Neighbours continues much like, you know, life does move on from a sad loss. Um, and I'm excited to see where the show's going to go and what it's going to bring. And with Eve in the acting coach role, I'm excited to see what that's going to deliver. So Eve, thank you for playing Sonia. Thank you for being such a huge part in in our home but everyone's homes who watch neighbors you've been a vital character and everybody has loved you um, and we can't wait to see what your next step is we're going to leave you now with sonia's last words which i'm literally welling up at thinking about i'm going to hear them again um this was so hard to watch and every time i see it it's just heartbreaking um she is one of a kind as a character and neighbors was very 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 lucky to have her I love you. I... Me too. Oh!